Hey, I'm Garrett. And I'm Daniel. And this is Modern Gaze. On today's episode, we are talking about... But wait, before we get into today's episode, I what? actually have a favor to ask you. What? Um, could you do something for me? Yes. I need you to just own it and be honest. You want me to be honest? I want you to be honest. How honest do you want me to be? Very honest. And then we can move on. So if I'm honest and then I own it, we can then move on. Yeah, that's the order. You have to be honest, own it, and then move on. Very Let me nice. ask you a question. When was a time in your life when you weren't honest when you wanted to be? Uh, um, that's, a, that's a heavy question because right. I think that I have been very dishonest to myself ah. for a long time throughout mm-hmm. my adolescence and throughout my young adulthood. I think that I didn't really accept who I was and what I didn't own it. Didn't own it. Like I guess I didn't own it. We'll get to owning it. But I wasn't honest with myself. Mm. And I would always be someone who's always pleasing others and always trying to be the mediator. I actually would lie, actively lie to two sets of friends and say, like, oh, you know, they said this wonderful thing about you and then I would go to the other friend and be like, oh, they said all these wonderful, beautiful things about you. I would make people friends. Like I would actually just try to make everyone you, get along. You were doing the right thing at the expense of yourself. But then I, it wasn't honest. I wasn't saying, no, she called you a bitch and, mm. and she hates your guts and this is what's really going on. Like, right. I, I wasn't allowing that to happen. Mm. I was trying to cover it up with all these band-aids. Yeah. And I think I approached some of my relationships like that in the past too. And I think as like a gay guy or as someone who is coming from a LGBTQ plus experience in life, you're born with these extra challenges that you need to get through society with. And it is really hard to always be honest and authentic about who you are and what you think. And you're just looking for happiness and joy and pleasure. And you're fearful of some of the judgment or negative thoughts or you don't want to lose the love that you have mm. by being authentic or who, who you are. Yeah, you just get to lose those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole process, I think, that led me to a point in my life where I felt I could be more honest. So, on today's episode, really... Yes, really. Really. I mean... Really. <laughs> obviously, we have come to a point in our obsession in our gay lives with the real housewives franchise specifically beverly hills specifically beverly hills and some like to call her the arch nemesis some love her some hate her but lisa Rinna. i mean i'm a fan i'm a big fan i don't care what anybody says she has some really good one-liners and from watching the show we were inspired for today's episode you've been like daniel just own it be honest, and then move on. Correct. This show is surrounded around conflict, right? And drama. Endless amounts of conflict and drama. It's interesting on how that is parallel to our show. It's interesting because we talk about being authentic. We do. And having 100% authenticity and claiming who you are, being proud about who you are, being unapologetic, right? right. Owning With who you tall are. poppy syndrome. Yeah, tall poppy syndrome. Like, just don't let other people cut you down. Right. Like many of our episodes over our first season, we have talked about owning it. Right. Right? 
So we're talking about being honest and what that means. We're talking about owning it. And owning your point of view. And then we're talking about resolutions, mm-hmm. moving on. And in a little bit, we'll be sharing some stories about some of the hardest <laughs> conversations that we've had to have mm-hmm. and the process of how we may have failed and accomplished something great by being really truthful and owning what we had to say. Yeah. So currently to date, do you feel that you have been able to have honest conversations and own them and then found a resolution to move on? Um, yeah, I have. I feel like I've had lots of conversations like that. Actually. So you feel like you have never had a conversation? I've t- had tons of conversations where I feel like I fucked up. I didn't say what I needed to say. Right. And I felt shit. But then like... But wait, let's, let's about dig it. into that. So with you not being able to have those conversations as quickly as you wanted to, what did that do to you? Oh, I definitely uh, have been in the shower... Right. Fighting with myself in this like fake conversation where I've had a full conversation, conflict, you know, fight with whoever I was thinking about. Even if like before it happened, before it happened or maybe it happened and I didn't say what I needed to say. Like I actually just went, th- went it, it made it up in right. my mind because I didn't get to say what I wanted to say. Correct. So it did your head in basically. Yeah. Well, you, know, you can go crazy. For me, you know, I'm a Scorpio, right? I see. Scorpio season just finished. Or but the finishing. thing is, I see your, I see you thinking about I hold it. it in. Yeah, I know you do. But it's because I know I can explode. And, and that's okay. I think it's okay to hold it in, but you need to let it out. Yeah. Because uh, you always, know what happens when it stays it, inside. and It always has been better. It's always better when it's released. Yeah, you can't let it build up because it's going to explode. It. Like everything We're talking about volcanoes, yeah. We're talking... <laughs> <laughs> Mount Everest. Talking about, but seriously, I don't know. What about you? Have you felt like you more often say it how it is? I feel like sometimes I'm too honest. Too honest. Yeah, I'm like, I'm too honest, too quick. I'm blunt, I'm to the point. You can offend. Yeah, I probably need to take a step back, still express my thoughts, but have a moment to like think about how I say things. Mm. You know, because I feel like I'm honest all the time. Well, you and I are very opposite. We are very opposite. And I think it's been good for us, especially in our marriage, because we help each other out. You know, you balance me and I bring it out of you. Yes, I can like tap you under the table and be like, okay, reel it back, reel it back. You don't even need to tap me. You can just look at me with your eyes and you're like, girl, <laughs> shut up right now. I'm too honest sometimes. And it can be a, it can have a negative effect because well, it can come across ba- badly. Well, let's break down honesty. Honesty. Okay. Honesty, being honest and Really saying how you truly feel is so important. You I think it's also scary to, for some people. It, forget about scary. Say it scared. Oh. You got to say it happy. You got to say it scared. You got to say it excited. You know, excited or you got to say it timid. However you got to say it, you got to say it sometimes. Right. Because it's really, really, really great. And it's a great feeling, I think. I think honesty gives you, like you feel you empowered. empowered. Yeah. You're empowered. 100%. You feel stronger, you know? You and feel relieved, pre- girl. People in general appreciate and trust an honest person. I agree. Being honest is so incredible for all t- different types of relationships. I think being honest is a superpower. It, it really is. because you It's can a re- skill. It's not only just a skill, it's something that's taught. Right. And it usually starts with your parents when you want something and or you're being cheeky or you maybe aren't telling the full truth. And you you're interesting because I feel like my parents always taught me to not be honest. Why? Because it would upset other people. 
So what do you mean? So you shouldn't say this because this will offend somebody else. Ah, the opposite. Yeah, which is why I think I rebel today. Interesting. Do you think that it took you a while to be honest or do you think you really valued honesty because you... I don't think I learned about honesty and what it meant to be honest as an adult until I was dating. Okay. I I felt like I didn't learn about what it was to have an honest conversation with someone until you had to either like get broken up with or break up with somebody or have a honest, heartfelt conversation with about feelings and stuff like that. So really kind of more difficult conversations. Deeper conversations. Maybe had a bit of conflict. Yeah. That was when I learned what honesty was. Yeah. Mm. For this chat of are being honest, owning it and moving on. Yes. We're really focusing on hard conversations, right? Yeah. Like difficult things to chat about and things that you maybe typically avoid. Mm-hmm. Being Which honest, we avoid because of the consequences. The consequences. The consequences of how we actually truly feel. And sometimes the consequences can be as simple as you're fearful that someone won't like you. Mm. Or won't like you as much as they like you, you know, at present. Yes. So you can say something that's honest and that's truthful, and then maybe whoever's going to hear it doesn't like to hear it. In scenarios that are conflicting and difficult, you are fearful of the reaction. Mm-hmm. You can also be fearful or maybe obsessed with control, like you can lose control because you can't control the other person's reaction, right? You have to just wait and see how they react. You can assume of like, you could predict something, but you need to really let go of control, right? But I think that's interesting because I feel like a lot of control freaks wouldn't be honest. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Like if you're a control freak, you're not going to be a hundred percent honest. You're just going to actually be a bit more manipulative with what you say. Yeah. I think that if you are coming into a conversation that is you're really aiming for a resolution you're really aiming to be on the same page or you're trying to get over something then your honesty is the best method it's the best method because you can really approach the scenario in the best light with the best ammunition like it's just really about coming into a conversation with your best intentions i don't think everyone is 100 percent honest all the time no i mean if we were i It'd be pretty crazy. Some of it comes with some empathy, right? Like you have to be a bit more aware yeah. of what's going on in other people's lives, what's going on in the your family and in. siblings' lives and what's going on in your friendship or your relationship. Like you can't just lay it all out there. And then that's where it comes off offensive, like blunt, rude, you know, rude kind of sometimes rude. Yes. What about you? Like, do you think honesty is the best policy always? Uh, I do. I really do. You can... Do a disservice to yourself by not being honest. And you can also do a disservice to somebody else by wasting their time if you're not honest with them. Yeah. So I think honesty is always the best policy, like you said, with some empathy and the way you deliver it. So when have you been so honest in a conversation that was maybe a bit aggressive or had a bit of conflict where your honesty offended them? Hmm. Offended somebody. They were offended by your honesty. They couldn't handle it. They didn't want to hear it. I feel like my family are always offended by my honesty. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Like seriously though, for real, my family sometimes can't handle the truth. No, I think your family is actually quite honest and everyone is very truthful and a little bit blunt. But do you know what it is? How it is. 
My family are very They're truthful and honest, on. but when somebody speaks it, then they're shocked. But then five minutes later, they all found resolution and they all owned what they said. And somehow it was all forgotten and they dealt with it. And yeah. then they moved so on. I, I don't know. I think for me, it's but always... You, you do usually say something... I think I'm most honest with my family and that's when they get the most aggressive. offended. Yeah. And me knowing how much they get offended or they'll get upset by my words or being honest... It makes me question sometimes if I can be honest. Now I'm thinking about it. When I owned it and I like was like, there's no further conversation having about it. Like, this is what we're doing. And that was it. That had the power. Yeah. My mom actually didn't know what to say. But this idea of owning it brings me back to the episodes of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. They really do go hand in hand. are so aggressive with one another. They are. Just going from dinner party to dinner party to dinner party and having these really confronting conversations. Yeah, about people's husbands, about, about people's family, and what you said to me and how you said it. Legal. And they're all a bit shady, right? They're all going to the press and they're always like saying a little something to page six or whatever. And then they're not really being direct. And then they have to be more honest with each other in person because uh-huh. then they call, call each other out. My most favorite scene of this new season is oh satin <laughs> like that was the best <laughs> this is your chance to apologize, apologize to, to mikey my the dancer that you said the show was horrible <laughs> <laughs> uh, and erica like erica this season is the definition of owning, of owning it. it she owns everything that comes but out so is mouth. kyle kyle is like She's like a fire owning oh, it. Kyle is on a, a rampage. Yeah. She's on a mission. Anyway. This is turning into a little uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills show, but that's fine. Let's just go with it. Okay. Because. I hope there's some fans out there. I've always loved Erica. Yeah. Erica. Yeah. Erica Jane is my spirit animal. Really? Yes. Yeah. She's my spirit animal because she's fun. She's aggressive. She knows how to have a good time. She's just quiet in the corner, but she's also just like having the best time of her life. She's rich. She's fabulous. She just is just, I don't know, just full of so much like fiery energy. She's sexual and she's like flirty, oh. but she's classy. She's like a classy, sexy, powerful, authentic woman. Goat. A goat, greatest of all time. Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> She's the but baddest. Like, so of when our she mom. goes into these conversations, she has a strong point She's, of view. She's always been honest, but she hasn't really always like shared the full story. Obviously, for her legal battles, but she is always extremely just honest with what comes out of her mouth, and then she always owns every syllable. Like it's not even every word; it's every syllable she owns every single little pronunciation of everything that comes out her mouth. Okay. And I That's, think it's incredible. I, on the I other agree hand, with you. Sutton is literally the opposite. And Sutton on, in this she's episode shady. is very fun. And she's just always been a quirky, like pretty cool person. I think she's awesome. We acknowledge that we don't really know these people. Like these are just yeah, caricatures of their, of themselves on reality television. We show. would love to know them though. But Sutton is a bit more shady and she doesn't own what she does. No. She doesn't own what she says. Which is interesting to observe. Even with her whole like name them. Name them. Name them. And that she back, No, she backed up off of that because she's like, oh, I don't understand the word rude. Like she takes a couple steps back. Those are very two opposite ways of dealing with conflict. And I think that in that show, it's a really good example of the difference of owning it. If you have a lot of conviction behind what you're saying and you really truthfully f- you know, believe in the words that are coming out of your mouth, you're going to 
have more power with what mm. you're saying. Well, I think this definition, right? We said the definition of honesty. I think this definition of owning it isn't just about in conversations. You need to own your sexuality. You need to own your identity. You need to own who you are as a human being. And you need to own your point of view. It gives you so much more power. What I'm saying is that there are a lot of different aspects in our lives that we need to own. Yes. It's yeah, not yeah. just our conversations. Yeah. We need to own our looks. We need to own your style, own your bank account, own your upper lands, own your upper lands, you, you own, know, own, own everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> you just jinx. No, but seriously. You need to own everything. I think owning it it's the key. It's now, the key to unlocking that door, girl. That's, that's where the power taps in. Tap, tap in, girl. Tap, tap, tap in. But with this idea of owning it. Yes. How do you own it? How do you do it? Just like Lisa Rinna says. You no, but like, own it. you can't just pull it out of your ass. All right. Well, you know what you need to do? You need to have a margarita, stand in your power, feet, shoulder width apart, shoulders back, and deliver it. <laughs> deliver the message. Deliver the message. Okay. With a skinny margarita in your hand. No, but seriously, you need to stand strong, stand tall. Okay. Shoulders back. So maybe posture. Posture. Breathing. Yes. So standing, Take a deep breath. Taking a deep breath. Having confidence <sighs> and awareness in your body. Yeah. And flick your hair and you know, work, go. You, know, you work yourself up a little bit. Yeah. And then you say what you got to say. You got to say what you got to say. Owning it is important because when you don't own something, it also makes other people question it. Like when you say- They don't believe it. They don't believe it. It's like when you say to somebody, oh, you know, like, do you enjoy your job? Or what do you do for work? And you say your line and then you know you don't enjoy it. And they say, oh, do you like it? Because uh, it sounds yeah, like- yeah, it's great. Right. But you're not owning it. Whether it's your job, whether it's your conversations, whether it's your day to day, you have to own it because people will pick up on it when you don't own something. They can read your body language. Yeah. They can read your tone. And they think you're lying or they think that you're not an honest person. Yeah, or whatever you're saying isn't really that believable. But imagine the conversation if it went different of like, what do you do for work? Oh, uh, we have a podcast and we voice the LGBTQ plus community. Wow. Then that sparks up a whole conversation. That's a whole different conversation starter compared to you not enjoying a job. Yeah. Because it's the tone. And that is just by you being honest. And yes. it's not just by you No, being... it's about you owning it. Right. You you've have owned said. what you have said. You're being honest about what you have said. And you've just sparked energy into somebody else's. Yeah, that stands out. And yeah, it's memorable. And that makes the other person think, wow, I really like their confidence. Yeah. Like, I need to embody that a bit. Owning it is very obviously connected to confidence. And that is a hard thing to maintain like all the time. Yeah. And because we're human, we all go through different emotions. Yeah. And I, I do think that it can come and it can go. And if you can figure out certain tricks and tips to keep your confidence high or to build it up for that moment, it's really helpful. Absolutely. I think, I think I've owned it a lot. I think I've owned it in a lot of difficult conversations with my family. And with work relationships and with strangers. And I also try to be as honest as possible, but I still have a lot of empathy for other people. I'm still an emotional person. Yeah. So I, mean, I can't to be always honest, just, just be like, blah. And like, you're a really nice guy. Just be like, deal with it. I'm never like that. And like, no. I'm, I'm always like thoughtful thinking of the other person's experience and how are they going to respond to this? And then I need to say it in a little bit nicer way, but that's still being honest and that's still owning it. You don't have to be a complete dick and just be yeah, like, this no, is how it is. No, you're right. Uh, see, I think of it as being honest and owning it 
is just being confident. But it's your intention that makes it valuable and worthy versus something that is maybe more destructive and and aggressive and attack. Like nobody wants to be attacked. No, girl. And you don't want to feel like you're just being honest and owning it and attacking people left, right, and center. No, no, no. It's really about my intention is to have a resolution and I want us to move forward and I want to move on, but I have something to say and I need to say it and I need you to hear me. And I'm going to own what I'm saying because I feel like it is the truth and I feel like my feelings have value. And And your feelings are valid. And they're valid. And you can respond any way you want. But you're going to talk first. But I'm going to say what I need to say and I'm going to say it with conviction. Okay, so we have said what we needed to say. We were honest. We owned it. And now we're moving on. So moving on is the art of all its own. If you don't have the intention of really moving towards a resolution. Long term. And maybe your intention is to hurt them. Maybe your intention is to make them feel how they made you feel. Okay, but I'm going to say something really bad. That's not good. That's not good, but that's how you move on. (laughs) That's not how you move on. (laughs) That's how that person moves on. How? Because they said what they said. They were honest. They got it off their chest. But but how the other person reacts isn't up to you. But I'm not talking about the reaction. I'm talking about the intention. Your intention is important because if you want a resolution, then you're going to have so much more power in what you have to say by being honest. If you don't want a resolution and you just want to fuck somebody up, right? You just want to hurt their feelings because they hurt your feelings or you want to get back at them or you just want to cause some drama and like you just want to be a little shady bitch, stir the pot, right? And I don't want what we're saying to be construed because when your intention is for resolution, your intention is peace, you can say a lot of harsh shit. But I think somebody's intention to move on can be hurtful. And that's the truth. Of course it's hurtful. It might be controversial, but that's the truth. Sometimes people aren't ready for what you have to say. And that's what I'm saying. Perception, right? You're not, you can't control someone's reaction or perception of like how they feel. Correct. But what I'm saying is moving on doesn't always mean that your friendship or your relationship or the situation is going to continue. Correct. What I'm saying is sometimes that can be the end. (laughs) Bye-bye. There is no more conversation to be had. That's the closure. Yeah. That's the end. That's the closure of the... Yeah, the resolution is the end. Correct. So I understand what you're saying. Your intention should always be good. What I'm saying is sometimes the intention could be to close her off. Yeah, but that can still be good for you. For you. To move on is the point. Move right? on. To move on. To move on means to like... To move on or not to, to move, move on. To move on means like, okay, you've had conflict. There is a pause. There is a hold up. We are at a standstill. We have a problem. Uh-huh. So let's be honest. Let's talk it out. Let's deal with it. And let's actually own what we're saying And be specific with the words that we choose and the language that we put together and the conversations that we're having so that we can own them. So we've come to the point of owning it and we've been honest. Moving on is the final chapter, really. We need to just like figure out a way to get to our resolution so that we can move on. You've got to navigate through. Continue to build our relationship, build our friendship, build our experience together. You have to navigate through the awkwardness moving on is great because it stops your hair from falling out it stops the gray hairs it stops the acne it stops the pimples stops everything well one would hope (laughs) but you would definitely be in a happier place you're in it if you're if you are finding ways to move on it doesn't mean like you said that you move on together no sometimes you move on separately you can also share something with somebody and be honest and own it 
and you don't know what the resolution is that you want. Correct. Like you can say something and put it out there. That's actually really interesting. You don't know what, what how the person's going to respond until you're really allowing yourself to go through the full conversation. So being left on red. Yeah. Or being ghosted. Yeah. That's a shitty thing to do to someone, Could I guess. Can you imagine being honest, owning it, and then you're fucking ghosted? Girl! Well, that you, but that's all you need to know. Like That's your answer. That doesn't, but the thing is, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter because, because you owned what you, you owned said. You what you had to say. You said what yeah. you said and you can find it within yourself to move on easier knowing that you have your answer. No answer is answer, right? Yeah. And that's funny because I felt like when I was 18, 19 year old Daniel, you know, you message these boys or you like try and get a response to get closure. And a lot of people would say to me, that's your answer. Mm -hmm. And I would never take that as an answer. Mm -hmm. I was like, absolutely not. I need an answer in writing or verbally. Okay. So moving on. Moving on. You can start over again. Mm -hmm. Right. You don't, Rebuild you don't yourself. forget. Right. You don't fully forget that there was this conflict. You don't fully forget you had a disagreement. You don't just wipe it from your mind. It doesn't mind. disappear. That's right. But the point is, is not to hold a grudge. Yeah, that's right. It's not to hold on to that energy. You have to let it go. Yeah. Burn some sage, get the Palo Santo and start fresh. Yeah. Moving on is an incredible thing. Yeah. There's a whole nother set of events and memories to mm. build mm -hmm. and to move on and to find that resolution in those healthy relationships can lead you to so much incredible joy that you don't even know it's coming around the corner, right? Like mm. you have to make it through some hard times for you to fully understand one another. We're all really complex human beings. Absolutely. Like we're not all just going to get along forever. No, like, that's right. We all have differences. And what's incredible is those resolutions and finding those ways to move on together build so much richness and value and history. If you ever in your life feeling like you have to hide yourself, you being able to work through those conflicts and being able to really be honest and own who you are is the best kind of moving on because mm. that's when you're moving on towards the life that you are meant to live. I love that. That's and you know what? You, right? When you will start doing that, people will drop off. The people that don't deserve to be there will drop off. Absolutely. And that's okay. Yeah. But this whole new set of people who you are going to attract and meet are waiting. Yep. So go out there, be your authentic self, own it, be honest and attract your right tribe. So you know what I'm going to do now? After every single time I have a difficult conversation or I need to have a difficult conversation, mm -hmm. I am going to channel. Channel. My inner spirit animal, Erica Jane. I love that. And I'm going to just feel the power, right? Like I'm going to have to like hype myself up a bit. I'm going to hype you up. But I feel like if I just come with that energy. To bring the energy. If I bring that energy, like I, I, I can do anything. Mm, I like that. I think if you bring the energy, you bring the confidence, you bring the fire, that will help you with the tools that you need to start the honest conversations that you need to have. Yeah. And I feel like you also start having just less conflict because you want to attract that energy, right? You, you would just actually be someone not to fuck with because you're going to be honest. You're going to hold people accountable. You're going to hold yourself accountable. You're just going to live your best fucking life. Yeah. So stand there in your power, own it, shoulders back, head up and deliver your truth. And move on. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Modern Gaze. We hope you're enjoying our podcast so far. Make sure that you follow, 
turn on alerts, and even turn on auto downloads so that you get our episodes first. Our episodes come out every Tuesday and they stream anywhere podcasts play. 